0: Hello and welcome to What the Real Estate. This is Chris Lennon. I'm Adam Talley. Uh,
1: Chris Lax episode um, and the episode before that, we talked a little bit about what the market's doing. Um, So we talked about uh, just in general and then last episode we had uh, Mike Balsitis from Bella Bay um, on with us to talk about buyers. And we actually have Mike again with us, so I'm super excited to have him
0: back. Um, Talk a little bit about sellers, right? Is that what we're talking about today? Yep. Yep. We're talking about sellers, what's what's, uh, it looks like in this market to... uh, sell a house, what are the expectations you can walk into it? And is it the right time for
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so Mike, welcome Mike. back. Hey, right. yeah. thanks
0: for having me. We introduced you
1: last time, but you have a ton of experience. We talked about uh, 205 agents at, at yep. Bella Bay, which is yep. exciting. Talked about, you know, your culture and how you guys are more of a family, which I
2: love. So, yep. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty partial to it. So. I love <laughs> it. I love it. <laughs> I'm grateful grateful to be yeah. a part of it. And uh, it's, uh, you've done fun. great for us so far. I so, hope you keep it up. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Right? So, yeah. same, same Me way. too. I hope you keep yep. it up as well. <laughs> so, cool.
0: Well, Mike, uh, thanks again for joining us. Mm-hmm. It's been uh, really helpful to hear your wisdom from your uh, 27 years yeah. in real
2: 27 estate. 27
1: years this year? Side of things. I, I I see so many agents I get into it that are doing it for fun or, mm-hmm. you know, just doing it for side money or, yep. you know, like Chris, doing it for a living. Um, yep. And I think, honestly, like when I see people like Chris that are doing it for a living, those are the always the agents to me that are working the hardest, that are putting yeah. in the most effort, that usually be the most fine-tuned as well
2: um, yeah. what, because you're doing well, it all the time. Well, right. they have to be a master of their craft, yep. you know, and I think that brings us into the selling side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, un- unfortunately, uh, well, going back to the internet, right? E- everyone could go to Facebook and their local community group and say, hey, I'm looking for a realtor and get 700 responses, right? Yep. At uh, least. A- at least. <laughs> and, and it's almost, it's, it's really weird. It's really kind of shifted. Um, years ago, you would go in and do a full listing presentation and you might have competition. Uh, I remember literally, you know, I my appointment one night, it was, from 5 to 6, and at, at 5.50, the other agent was knocking on the door. He's ready to start his appointment. Uh, now, most people don't even interview agents. They just, okay, this is the first person who picked up the phone off the Zillow or, or called me up Realtor.com. Let's go look at houses. Oh, I have a house to sell now.
1: Which seems crazy to me.
2: Um, it, it is. Because
1: uh, you know I, every agent, although you guys do the same job, you do something different, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a different capability whether it be how you present things, yes. how you negotiate. Um, yep. so to, to just be like oh, I'm just going to use you because you're there um, and not shop it, is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Why well, um,
2: Oh, sorry, I don't want to get off. No, you're degree, good. Off. You're off, right on top. Um, uh. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, like I this is so weird. I had a, um, I don't think it's weird, but the lady thought it was weird. Uh, I had a call from a friend that I went to elementary school with. And basically, um, his grandma died, and they needed to sell uh, the family house. So the lady calls, and or I called his aunt, and you know, I said, well, I want to come over and meet you. And she's like, why? I says, well, we got to know if we like each other before we can do business together. Yeah. And she's like, really? <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, seriously, if you, if you don't like me, you're not going to like the experience I provide you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I don't like you, you're not going to like – I'm not going to like the experience you provide me. Yeah. And I – honestly i would rather figure out if i'm the right fit for you and if i'm not let's get you to the right fit for you Mm -hmm. and she was so appreciative of that so when i met with her you know i i'm the right person for her house at this in this current condition um because it's more focused on an investor uh the condition of it but what i did do is i gave her um, a couple names in our company that you know these folks will come in and tell her hey let's Put this paint on the walls, put these fixtures up, and you can get X dollars more. Um, And she's going to have to make a decision what she wants to do, sell it as is or sell it repaired. at that point. But we're giving her a strategy Mm -hmm. versus... You're providing value. Yep. Yep. Providing value. There you go. Versus someone who's just, all right, I'm going to go look at this house with you tomorrow. Come over and look at mine.
0: Well, let's kind of shift directions a little (laughs) bit and uh, talk a little more about the current person looking to sell. Sure. Um, last week we talked a little bit about how you know if you don't have to sell, don't sell out of fear because you're going to oh yeah lose value in a year or whatever. But but there are situations in which it is an appropriate time for somebody mm-hmm. to sell, and yep. so is now a good time to sell. How do you determine if it is? What are some steps sure. that we can start moving towards? Well, I
2: think you got to take the um, what's. What's the end goal, and work it back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, if you're that seller out there who's watching, you know, nonstop CNN or Fox News, and you know the sky's falling, recession's on its way, and you want to sell because you're afraid your property value is going to go down, that is not the time for you to sell, right? And even if it does go down, it's going to go right back up yeah. a year later, two years later. I mean, most recessions don't really last longer than two quarters, right? So, I mean, it's it's not. If you look you know, the course of time, housing's a pretty good investment. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I so think everybody
1: looks at 0, 07, 0, 08. They do. and Because that's what's most yeah familiar in our mind, yeah. it, especially mm-hmm. in today's day and age. right? Yeah. So everybody's like, oh no, we're going to have another one yeah. of those. And it, it's it, just not, we're not set up for that to happen. No, now.
2: no. There's so many, you know, restrictions on mortgages and such that, you know, prevent that type of thing from ever happening okay. again. Um, you know, foreclosures we, are at one of their all time. Oh still, yeah. Um, I mean, um, I mean, foreclosures than, are really less than 3%. Um, yeah,
1: which is mm-hmm. insane. But
2: but in, in reality, like you said, it's insane. But there, there's been foreclosures through the history of time. Yeah. Um, and and right now, the market is so, uh, well, it's still hot, yeah. right? Where mm-hmm. that seller back in 08, you know, 09, that property value was declining at such a rapid rate that um, they they couldn't sell fast enough. Right. But today, if I, I can buy that house today for $100,000, we'll say just for easy numbers, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be yeah. able to sell it for hundred and twenty-five in a few months later, you know, or six months yeah. later. So I don't have to go to foreclosure. I can just call the local agent who you know, sold, my, sold me the house and put it on the market, and it's going to sell. Yeah, And that's worst case scenario. Worst case yeah. scenario. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, I think going on the topic of
1: foreclosures, it's because um, it is related to sellers, right? It's because mm-hmm. sellers are the ones that would be foreclosing. Yep. Um, you know, the media is saying that foreclosures have jumped a lot, right? Well, the reason they jumped a lot is because there was a moratorium on foreclosures. Correct. Um, yeah. And so what a lot of people don't realize is the media is saying, yeah, there is a jump, but they're not giving you the context behind the jump. Correct. Um, we couldn't do, on the lending side, we couldn't foreclose on a house because the federal government por- a mor- moratorium were we weren't allowed to yep. um, during COVID. And that was recently lifted mm-hmm. in the last six months. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, of course, foreclosures jumped 69% or whatever it was, yeah. uh, you know, in August of last year. That, that makes sense. That's but exactly since then, yeah. they've stabled out. And, and if you look yep. back to 2019, where rates are, where foreclosure rates are, you know, where appreciation is right now. It's all following where we were pre-COVID, mm-hmm. and we're just
2: increasing. You know, the the market is increasing from what it was in nineteen. Yep, exactly. And I mean, let's face it. In reality, though, those sellers that are in foreclosure right now, after all the moratoriums, after all the grants and free government free money, government and, yeah. money, they were going to be in foreclosure whether it's now, yep. two years from now, or you know, two mm-hmm. years ago. Yep. They're just there was something in their life that they just either didn't know how to manage their money correctly, right. they didn't have the right kind of job. Something, I mean, divorce happened, death yeah. happened, you know, medical, cancer, whatever. Um, I mean, that's just... The, the, stuff happens. Stuff happens, and that's why you always have had foreclosures yeah. from mm-hmm. the, you know, the very first mortgage in time, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Um, but in, in reality, you know... You shouldn't be selling your house if you're afraid that the market's going to collapse because it's not going to collapse. And you know, if uh, you're watching TV or listening to the radio too much, uh, you see that happening. But it's up to that professional agent to be having that appointment. They need to set aside the fact that, hey, I'm going to get a commission if I sell this home. And they need to advise the client, of, like, all right, what's the goal? Why are we selling? Well, I don't want to lose equity. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Yeah. Let's have a full conversation here. Versus, oh, I don't want you to lose equity either, sign. Yeah. And then two years from now, that home sells for $200,000 more or something, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, um, so figure out what that end goal is. And if it's something along the lines of, you know, hey, uh, we're, we bought this home. It was just, you know, me and my spouse. And, and now we're, we're having a child or we have a job transfer, whatever that reason is then figure out what the plan is Mm -hmm. and it you know most of the time sellers aren't selling for money well unless you're an investor or a flipper right right? but uh, most homeowners are selling because something in their life changing is a timing Mm -hmm. aspect right they might have that child that they want to have in a different school system or well let's take Mm over for an example right there is a lot of companies that have allowed their their employees to work from a home Mm -hmm. and now they're pulling them back in yep and they're not going in because I, I I don't need to live in Colorado to work at your company. So I moved back to Grand Rapids. Well, now you're telling me I have to come back. I'm not going back. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now my job changes. So, But once again, that's figuring out where they're at in life. Why are you, Why do you really want to sell? Let's what's figure out that goal. I think everything real estate, buyer, sellers, what it, well, it is your goal? That's um, it, right. What's your how goal? To,
1: as an agent, how, you know, how do you tailor your services to their goal? Yep. Um,
0: so. yep. Well, it, it's... Like you said, there's that relationship aspect. So when you talk about, yes, my com- my commission is based on whether I sell, help someone sell a house or not, my end goal is the relationship. Correct. Stuff. Yeah. So if, if you're talking to an agent who seems like their end goal is getting the commission, mm-hmm. run, it feels like
1: a car salesman run. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because at the 100%. end of the day,
0: that agent should be wanting to
1: to build a relationship with you. Because not only right. are they going to be able to help you at the end, you know, their goal is to help your friends, your family mm-hmm. by creating that relationship. With you. And Absolutely. We are in a relationship based business. We in are referral okay. business, and um, I, I it is important for people to realize that. I think sometimes you know yep. our our goal isn't to make money. Our goal mm-hmm. is to help people
0: because helping people will make us money. One hundred percent.
2: So I agree. Yeah.
0: So what can a seller expect in this market?
2: It's kind of Um, a loaded question. That really is. Uh, I I think the seller has to expect um, realistic um, numbers. And what I mean by that is when you called me um, a year or two ago and said, hey, what's my home worth? And I said, I don't know. What do you want it to be worth?
0: Right? <laughs> I, I mean, that's throw, I, but that's too. what, what it really it happened. Is, yeah.
2: um, as a professional, it was so hard to take. Well, you know, look. I know Zillow says it's it's two hundred and fifty, and my MLS comps say it's yeah. two hundred and fifty. Uh, well, let's just plan on getting three hundred, yeah. right? Um, because that's what it was. Yeah. It so, is. Um, you know, years ago you would try to price the home accordingly, and mm-hmm. now you just, you know. People got accustomed over the past two years of, I'm going to put the home on the market. We're going to have 55 showings. We're going to have 75 offers. And I'm going to sell it for $2 million above my list price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just the, the expectations were nuts. so crazy um, that it, it it didn't make sense. So now in reality, you as a, the agent have to go in and tell that seller, hey, this is what the com- the homes are selling for in the area right now. We may get multiple offers, but let's not count on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is what your net sheet should look like. Anything above this net, just that's gravy. Um, as as well, you also have to go in there and, like, as the homeowner though, um, I, I go back to this. Uh, when I was flipping uh, for the past couple years, I didn't have to do the little details mm-hmm. because it was just going to sell. Yeah. And now I have to go back and do those little details. Mm-hmm. So as the seller. Yeah, I might not have to have painted this room before. Now I do. Yeah, right. But your real estate professional needs to tell you to paint the room. Yeah. I think I'm starting to see a lot of my buyers negotiate yes. repairs
1: um, yeah. with the seller. You know, there's yeah. a, I have a house right now that's under contract. Um the there's an electrical issue, it's on old novin two and they oh, know, updated geez, it yep. for their insurance right? Yep. Well, two years ago. they it would've been on the buyer to pay for that. And 100%, that fixed, right? yep. Um mm-hmm.
2: but they're like, No, we're not paying for yep. this
1: and if the seller wants to close, they're going well, to fix it. And, and that's the
2: other thing. The seller needs to understand that when we have the rate increase, um, you know, rates basically doubled in a very, very short period of time. That's yeah, sure I be. mean unprecedented in four moment, months. Right? Yeah. right. yeah, and we talked about that um, why that happened. And yeah. and we have lost half that buyer pool. Yeah, mm-hmm. now it's still competitive because we are so low on inventory right. currently. But in reality, you lost half the buyer pool, so you have less people looking at the home. So yep. the days of selling it as is for you know an, an insane amount of money with an inspection and, waiver. And, with, oh yeah. my gosh, yes, uh, which I hate. Th- it, <laughs> those those just aren't really going to exist right yeah. now. It could, but in reality, let's get you prepared for normal real estate yeah and Mm -hmm. let's let's hope for multiple offers no inspections cash buyer etc but in reality that's probably not going to happen at this point um sellers have to understand that um there's a dip uh fourth of july Mm -hmm. that week. holidays the holidays right um Hey, don't expect to sell your house. Well, I mean, in the past, don't expect to sell your house quickly between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yes, yeah, right. Uh, you know, Memorial Day there's a dip. Labor Day there's yep. a dip, and they, they have to be aware of those. Right. So if you're if you're not priced accordingly, that's going to affect your
1: time. Yeah. Sure. Right now is becoming like the time is statistically, you know, March April, you'll see inventory yep. jump quite a bit, which means more buyers jump in. But I think we're still not going to see inventory yeah. jump quite a bit when it comes to numbers because of how many buyers we're going to be having so exactly
2: so yeah it's um you know i think that uh if you can figure out that time comp that that timing and just give them the right advice it should sell it should sell i I honestly if, if the home hasn't sold within the first two weeks on the market in this market you're you're overpriced yeah and you have to prepare that seller for that price reduction at the first initial appointment like this is what we're going to list it at because this is what the market data tells us. But that doesn't mean that 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 there's a buyer right now specifically for this property. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. if there's not, we're gonna have to reduce the price until we can find that buyer. Yeah. So yeah or there's now, some. Is there something in
1: with the house that's hindering that value? That's that's that typically what sure. it
2: would be. Yeah. Exactly. So now,
0: Mike, is there a difference between your two hundred to three hundred thousand dollar house versus seven
2: hundred fifty? Is that the same timeline? No, they're all different. I mean, let's let's take seven fifty for an example. Um, there's just less buyers, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a, at the end of the day, if, if I've got a a, a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar Wyoming three bedroom two bath ranch, I know I've got more first time home buyers ready to go than I do a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar, you know, Ada condo. Yeah, or, so that two week like is that. more tailored to that under three hundred. Yeah, yep. you know,
1: that buyer. You Know that seller mm. listing that under $400. Yeah. So, so, if you're right. at
2: 750 it might be you know 30 days versus mm-hmm. that. Um, but then again, your marketing plan has to be according, you know, yeah. planned right. accordingly. You know, that they might be expecting a little bit more uh, in regards to marketing material and how you're mm-hmm. promoting the listing and such versus, well, let's face it, that, that first time home buyer property. You really just got to throw it on the MLS, and it's going to sell. Oh, yeah, because you're targeting first-time homebuyers. Exactly. Exactly. you first-time homebuyers looking at Zillow, Realtor.com, Google. Exactly. So So, um, well, I was at one house today, there was no homes for sale within a quarter-mile radius of this home. Hmm. And I I know it's just going to sell. There's nothing there. It's a desirable neighborhood. I really don't need to do anything. Actually, I could probably just sell it internally through our company. Uh, but that doesn't suit that client. She yep. needs to maximize the actual dollar amount for right. that property. But um, in in reality, you got to be it's it's market driven, market specific, right? If I look at say Belding versus I don't know jenison Hudsonville, yeah. jenison Hudsonville, right? I know I'm going to sell. There's there's more of a demand for those markets. Right. Yeah. So it's really just preparing the. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, that seller knows too if they're yeah. in a the desirable if yeah. you're from I mean, east grand rapids you know I, you know that's gonna sell yeah right the the city the name itself is going to draw a that's funny because i bought in jenison last year and mm-hmm. i bought off
1: market but um the the sellers were like yeah everybody just stays here they do and i look on mm-hmm. my road and i'm like i'm the youngest person yeah. on my entire street yeah. and like there are people with grandkids and a lot of people with grandkids mm-hmm. on my street and i'm like this area is going to, how is this going to sell so quick in the next three or four oh, years? Yeah. Because right. all of those people are going to be downsizing, right? Because they're mm-hmm. in these, you know, fourteen hundred square foot ranch houses, yep. um, and it's condo time. a third of an acre. Mm-hmm. Um, because yep. I've got big lots where I'm at, which is awesome. But mm-hmm. that's a lot of land for somebody. A third okay. of an acre doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're mowing lawn, it it's quite a bit. Um, exactly. So when you're
0: looking at city or neighborhood size lots, yeah, that's it a is. big lot. It is. Big, yeah.
1: And Jenison and Hudsonville have become one of those areas where it's there's no inventory ever. No. Um, no. and when I, something pops up, it's
2: gone. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look, I think, um, if you look, Georgetown Township had more building permits filed than any other township in the state of Michigan in the yep. last three years. I yep. think it is. Two or three years. I think mm-hmm. it's three. Um, well, where I live, I live in Jamestown, yep. which is that Hudsonville school yep. system. We have 400 building permit, open building permits or something like that. Yep.
1: It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know. Hudsonville. There's a lot more. It seems Georgetown's kind of running out of land, right? Yeah. Uh, at this point, yep. um, versus James Holland, you there's a little bit more land to yep. start to build in, and
2: yep. um, plus taxes are a little bit lower out there. Yep. So Georgetown, yep. I love it. My taxes I mean, it's, are cheaper. It's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a fantastic location. I could be to Holland in fifteen minutes, yep. or I could be to Grand Rapids in fifteen yep. minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can go to the beach or downtown. That's uh, exactly that's, it. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm right on the cusp of yep. Jamestown and Georgetown. So, so. I, I I I mean I love that area personally yep. but uh, mm-hmm. you know I was Calgary, middleville guy for yep. so many years never thought I'd leave that area and now I don't think I'll ever leave this area yeah. so yep. yeah so they know they know what what they have to sell you know are there any misconceptions or mistakes that
1: that sellers make when that could hinder them from selling their house mm-hmm. choosing the wrong realtor okay
2: that's a big one I like it right um, like I said, it's, it's about relationship. Are you hiring a transactional agent who's just going to come in there give you a two-minute listing presentation and basically be, well, I'm so-and-so and I sell so-and-so, so you should just use me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the price that we're going to list it at. Or are you are going to have a consultant who goes in there and actually figures out what it is you need? The right? agent that guarantees your house sales in 30 days and makes you sign this contract. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think we all do. <laughs> so, uh, But but in, in, in reality, hiring the wrong professional. Yeah. Right? And it, it might just be that, though, right? Um, let's just take for an example. Well, in our market, if, if we take the 3,000 agents, there's really only 20% of us that are full-time. Yeah. Right, And, you know, you might know, um, you know, y- y- your friend might have a, a son or a daughter who's a part-time realtor, but because they're the son and daughter of your friend, you just naturally mm-hmm. gravitate to using them. Yep they might have never had a listing in their life yep. and they might not have a broker as the resources to help train you on how to properly list a home. Yeah, right. So you could, depending on your goal, get totally hosed. Yep. Uh, so, so finding the right realtors is key. Uh, being, uh, um, well, once again, when you find that realtor, I keep going back to this, what is the goal, right? If I need $60,000 to make my move to my, you know my new place in Florida for retirement, and you're telling me I'm only going to get forty. What do we got to do to get to that extra twenty? Yeah. And it might be you have to go out and get a loan uh, to to replace your paint and carpet or update your kitchen. Yeah. But if you do those, then you're going to get to that sixty thousand dollars. So that agent has to be able to provide that value mm-hmm. um, or tell you what your value, value. That is, yep. right? Uh, so that agent is plays a very very vital role in that transaction. Um, going back to what we said earlier, selling for the wrong reasons, right? The sky is not falling. So right. don't fall into that, that, that spiral that, the yeah. that the traditional news media wants you to believe. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And if it does, you're going to, we're going to be okay. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Any last thoughts for sellers as we, uh, close out this time? No, I, I think
2: right now is a great time to sell. Um, uh, inventory is low as long as inventory stays low you're at a, your chances of getting a, a top-of-the-line offer are are really good and um you know as long as you find that right professional i think you're good so sell awesome. sell sell
1: awesome
2: Great. well thanks, thanks a lot for
0: your time thanks for having me appreciate yes. you coming Came back Christina. this week yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, the expert expert analysis on things. Plus, having somebody with less hair than I is also a hey. uh, valid. Like <laughs> so we got, we got all, three levels of hair. Nice a it lot look good of hair, though. some hair, and no hair. All, <laughs> all is beautiful. <laughs> so. um, but, yeah, so, Chris, next time, uh, next three episodes, we have uh, Dan Grewatz from Mortgage One joining us. So I'm super excited to have Dan on and talk a little bit about the mortgage side from the purchase, refinance, and then a little bit on investments, even though it's not necessarily our focus or some tactics on the, the mortgage side that we can use. So I'm super excited to have Dan on, uh, remind people how they can get in contact with us.
0: Absolutely. Uh, like we've said before, we are in, on all of the major podcast networks. And, uh, if you want to email us directly, you can go to what the real estate at gmail.com. And we'll have all that posted on our, uh, social media, social media, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, If you could, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. We'd love to get you connected with additional information and uh, make sure you're prepared as possible to either buy or sell. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and definitely give us questions. We want to be able to ask our experts questions. Mike uh, Mike is our first expert on, so he didn't really get the opportunity for questions. But, uh, <laughs> but I think he did a great job. So thanks so much for joining yeah. us, Mike. Well, I appreciate
0: it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Might definitely. have to bring him back on. I think so. I think <laughs> I'll,
1: so.
2: I'll do it again.
0: Just yeah. let me know. Right. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. All right.